O Lord, speak a word to your people, that through speaking they might hear you and learn to obey your voice. Speak to you now in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Well, I'm back. At least for the next three years, according to my contract. Hopefully we can renew that. I wanted to thank you all so much for your warm welcome. Um, Megan and I are used to being in, in pretty good churches, and I've been in the church for a while, and we've experienced some great churches, we, we, so we thought. And then we came here, and we experienced the love that you all have continued to pour out on us, uh, and we realized that this is indeed the best church that we've been in. And we wanted to thank you all for having us and for inviting us uh, to serve among you all. Uh, it's easy to labor with folks who love you. So I wanted to thank you all for your love and your support uh, and for all the wonderful things you've done. Uh, thank you to Carol. Where is she? Oh, yes. Um, for, for reading this morning. Um, when I was in seminary, we uh, always dreaded getting the, the, the Jewish phone book. And we had all these difficult names. Uh, well, I didn't know it was in the New Testament. Uh, well, Carol found it. Um, she had all those difficult names. And I really, I really thank you for reading them well. Thank you so much. Um, we received a warm welcome, and I just, uh, again, I'm delighted to be here. Um, but let's get in the text, shall we? Many of you all know um, that I graduated recently from Neshota House. And if you can't tell, that's why I'm wearing all of this uh, wonderful garb. Uh, number one, I think I look pretty. Uh, <laughs> at least my wife tells me so. The second reason I'm wearing it uh, is to remind you all uh, that next Sunday is graduation Sunday. Uh, and so if you have uh, children uh, that are graduating, seniors or college, high school, uh, please get, your, get those names in so that we can uh, remember those folks. Uh, but I graduated recently from the Shota House, and our dean, uh, the very Reverend uh, Stephen Pei, uh, gave his farewell homily uh, to all the seniors. And in his address, he challenged, uh, he challenged the senior class. And he said, graduates, you've received your degrees. Now go into the world and change it. Graduates, you've received your degrees. Now go into the world and change it. And I thought these were nice words, but if truth be told, I felt ill-equipped to tackle such a daunting task. Honestly, I still feel a bit overwhelmed. A new priest in a new parish, and the boss is leaving in just a matter of days. <laughs> so overwhelmed is an understatement, maybe. Um, but being the kind of person that I am, I wanted to challenge Dean Pei. I thought the challenge that he made to us was, was a bit daunting and, and wanted to clarify exactly what he meant. And so, how, so I, it would maybe give me some guidance on how I was to conduct my ministry. So I challenged him and I said, you, do you think that, uh, that, 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 that addressed those words that you said? Do you think those were a little daunting? Maybe, maybe you were being a little overzealous, Father. Surely you didn't mean that we should go out and change the world. And he said something to me that completely changed my life. And the, the, these words have been resounding in my spirit uh, since graduation. He said, Lawrence, you may not feel ready, but you have everything you need. I'm going to say that again. You may not feel ready, but you have been given everything you need. You've been given everything you need. You may feel ill-equipped, yes but you've been given everything you need. You may feel underprepared, yes, but you've been given everything you need. 
Well, this is where we pick up in our text. Jesus, after being beaten all night long, after being crucified on the hard wood of the cross, stretched out his arms in love and in order to brace the world and offer the world his love before he died. And after which he descended into hell to finish the work that he began by coming down from heaven. And through 40 and two generations, he busted open Mary's womb. And by the grace of God, Jesus humbled himself, wrapping his divinity in, in the frailty of human flesh so that he could be like us. So that becoming like us, we could be like him. And please excuse me if I get a little excited. I did come from the Pentecostal church, and this is Pentecost Sunday, so bear with me if I get a little excited. <laughs> but I drove all the way from Wisconsin uh, to let you all know that Jesus is with you all. Jesus is here. Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus offering himself both off as the sacrifice and the priest. Jesus, the only begotten Son of God. Jesus, the only begotten of the Father before all worlds. This Jesus, who is not only full of mercy, but full of grace and truth, began the work of salvation out of love for those he created. And he offers them to them, he offers it to them now so that we might be with him forever. It is that Jesus who ascended, who before he ascended into heaven, walked through a wall in order to get to his disciples and show himself a live reality. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And that's why we're here today. That's why we're commemorating Pentecost Sunday. That's what this Sunday is all about, the giving of the Holy Spirit. On the, day of this, on the day of Pentecost, the disciples were gathered in that upper room where they received the Holy Spirit and they were charged to continue the work that Jesus had begun. Jesus challenged them to go and make disciples and baptizing people in all, all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, a daunting task, no doubt. And they may not have felt ready, but Jesus, in giving them the Holy Spirit, gave them everything that they need to accomplish the task. So they began the work of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus, the reconciling of the world to himself and to the, and to the Father. And no doubt, this is a daunting task, but that's why Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, also known as the, also known as the Helper. And I know you guys are good Bible-reading Anglicans, so you all know the Bible forwards and backwards. And so like me, you guys jumped immediately to John chapter 16, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> At least lie to me. <laughs> no, don't lie to me. <laughs> but you know what the Holy Spirit was given, right? To convict us of sin, to speak to us and to, to speak to us and lead us in all truth and to guide us in the ways of righteousness. Well, if that's what the Holy Spirit was, does... Uh, how, how do we know that we have the Holy Spirit? That's the next question I asked. How do we know that we have the Holy Spirit? Well, we've been given the Holy Spirit and our baptism. And so every baptized Christian has been given the Holy Spirit. When you were baptized, if you remember, there was a right. Maybe you were baptized as a child or maybe confirmed as an adult. Uh, the right is still the same. Uh, at some point, the bishop lays his hands on you and says, Receive the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry. Receive the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry. And he breathes on you doing the same exact thing that Jesus did to the disciples. Notice the continuation of the work. 
the disciples received their work from Jesus, uh, and the apostles, uh, uh, the bishops received their work from the apostles, and then the bishops lay hands on us and charge us with the same task to continue the work that Jesus started, reconciling the world to himself for the glory of the Father. This is our charge. This is our task. And this is what the Holy Spirit has asked us to do. Now, coming to this church, I thought I would have, uh, this would be a hard sermon to preach because, you know, I'm used to being in churches and, and having to do a lot of work and, and a lot of startup churches. But this church is a healthy and a thriving church. And I realized that I didn't really have much work to do, that you guys were already about the work that, that Jesus calls us to. I think, I think back on last Monday, the, the Memorial Day Parade, and I saw many of you all, many of you all doing the work of ministry. You guys came in early and stayed late, set up chairs, and did all these things so that people might experience Christ in a new way. People were in and out of the sanctuary and, and experiencing Christ in safe ways. People unfamiliar with the church, people familiar with the church and have left the church for a while, all were able to come and experience the love of Christ through you all. I think the number said that we served over 200 hot dogs. I don't know how many hugs we gave away and all that stuff, but we gave people came in for prayer. We had a number of people asking for uh, prayer for different things. We met with a number of veterans and, and uh, referred them to a number of services. We did a lot of good work that day. And I think of Paul's words, I became all things to all men so that by all means I may save some. And then I apply it to this congregation and I realized that you all did just that. You all did just that. To those who wanted face paint, you all became face painters. To those who wanted to jump in the bouncy houses, you all became bouncy house operators. Why? To share the love of Christ, that they might come into contact with the reality and the tangible love of the risen Christ. And that's a marvelous, marvelous thing. You make my job easy. You make Father Joe's job easy. And coming in, I thought, I looked, at, I looked at the job description and I thought I had a lot of work to do. But I realized it's not my job. It's our job. We all are in this together to serve the community to the glory of God. And I thought I had a, I thought I had a lot of weight on my shoulders. And then I met you all. And I realized that you all are doing the work already. And that my job, Father Joe's job, is simply to model and to join you in the work that you guys have already been doing. To preach and to equip you all, to send you out into the world, do the stuff that you are already doing. Well, you say maybe uh, you're not doing that work. Well, this Sunday I want you to rededicate your life to the work of ministry, to the work and the things that Christ has challenged you and called you to do. Think of areas in your life where you might be able to reach Christ, someone with the love of Christ. Maybe it's in your social life or maybe it's in your professional life and on your job. Maybe there's someone that needs the love of Christ. And you're there and you can extend a kind word, a smile, have a conversation, build a relationship, take someone out to lunch. And in order that you might find out where they are and that you might find out where Christ needs to meet them. And that you could be that vessel, that vehicle where it displays the love of Christ where the love of Christ enters their life, maybe for the first time, and they come to faith through Jesus Christ, through your work. This is why the Holy Spirit was given. This is what Pentecost Sunday is all about. And this is why uh, Holy Trinity exists, to make the love of God tangible.
and to give it away to the world. This is what it's all about. In a moment, I'm going to invite you all to come to the table. And maybe you, you need a refilling. Maybe you need uh, to, to, to get another dose. Or maybe you want to you wanna recommit your life uh, uh, to the work of ministry. I charge you to come to this table and to get a refill and, and to get a refilling and to commit yourself all over again to the work of ministry. Share with Christ in the, in the breaking of bread and in the sacrament of, uh, of the altar. And then take that, take that gift, that grace, that power that you've received and go through those doors and do what the dean has challenged me to do. Do what, do what our Lord Jesus Christ challenges us to do. Change the world. And I know you may feel unprepared, maybe ill-equipped, or maybe perhaps that you're not ready. But I want to remind you, the words of Dean Pace said, the words of Christ, you may not feel ready, but you've been given everything you need, and you will do the task through the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.